and away we go. Welcome to another episode of the Nerve Related Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How you, how, you, how you doing? We're good. We are good. Actually, we're not that good, but... Dude, I'm bro, letting my go. Doc, so like, there's no secret that I'm bigger, right, in general. One of my biggest fears is like, we're going to get right into this real, real fast, yeah. is fucking like having something happen to my legs because I'm already too, like, recovering from it would be too would be tough it would take longer just because of my size like think of like changing a wheel on a monster truck versus a civic you know what i'm saying like that's a big ass difference yeah so on like monday um i tripped over a sand or something in the living room and in the moment i was like ah oh, that kind of hurt dog ever since that moment dog and it's sideways so like you have like mcls acls and I told you I had torn, partially torn my meniscus, yeah. which I'm pretty sure it hasn't recovered in general. But so when I'm walking, after I'm standing up and I'm walking, it's fine. So like my, it's not my ACL, but like from when I shift or like get up, dog, it the pain is excruciating. Or if I sit in this chair, like yesterday we played for a decent amount of time. And like when I got up, I'm like, oh, and I'm like limping up the stairs. But once it gets moving, it's like, whatever, it doesn't even hurt. But it scares me. Yeah, fat people getting hurt is worse. So I'm a fat <laughs> guy too. And when I was younger, my friend Kevin was fatter than me. And you know, he didn't have the best. He wasn't fast. He didn't look down too much. So I, I put his dog bone, it was a plastic dog bone, in the hallway by the bathroom door. I'm, I'm evil sometimes. <laughs> hoping he would step on it. I'm talking about not an hour later or something. We were gaming. We went to the bathroom. Heard, oh. He stepped on that bone and like, Twisted his ankle. I was like, oh shit. I was dying laughing. He's like, why are you laughing, man? I hurt myself. I was like, bro, I put that there just off off chance that you might step on it, hurt yourself because people hurt themselves funny. And he did. He tried to twist his ankle, was laying in the hall. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, damn, I felt so bad. But I also felt good at the same time. You're but yeah, man, too, man. Like, it ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't to get hurt for me. I just had to, you know, my daughter's. Just turned four months, you know, got a 13 year old daughter, nine year old son. You know what I mean? Like, at this, at this rate, I mean, there's plenty of fat people that are old as hell, but oh, I'm saying, for sure, like, for sure. it's not in their favor. You know what I mean? I no, it's definitely people. not. Like, I have a, I get a physical every year, come back with a clear bill of health every time. No, thankfully, so far, nothing's wrong with me. But anytime I tweak anything on my legs, boy, I tell you, no, no bueno. For sure, like, and like, so I'm just, I mean, knock on wood and stuff, but I'm blessed. I don't have diabetes, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I don't eat a lot of sugar, though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, that could be. Yeah, you're not really a candy guy. No, no, no. Well, yeah. Man, I mean, that's why I, I want to get healthy now, but it's so, well, shit, I'm 37 now. So heartbreaking old habits, man. So I talked to, I talked to my wife about this. I've started a million diets at this point. I've done. DDP yoga, which actually works if you guys are looking for some exercise thing. Like I lost 35, 40 pounds right away doing that. It's all mental, obviously. I was talking to her over the weekend. I was like, you know what? Because I did. I've never like, I shouldn't say never. One time I lost like over 100 pounds on my own. But like ever since I've been with my wife, which is now over a decade, like, we do it. We do it together. But I like rely on her to do it. So, and she's not fat, you know what I'm saying? She's a little thicker and she thinks she's fat, but she isn't. 
So like eventually, and I'm not blaming her because I get it. She'd be like, oh, I want some ice cream or whatever. And then you do that and it's it's just a wrap. I can't get back on it. But I was talking to her about it. And I was like, I really have to lose weight, but I can't like depend on you to do it. Like you can't be the one cooking. You, I, It has to be me. Otherwise, I'm not going to, it's just not going to happen. So like the accountability aspect is important. That's why when we were going to the clinic, I lost 90 pounds or whatever, because regular checkups, like you, you don't want to go in there and be overweight. It's all a mental thing. But she didn't say nothing. She was more just listening. But I, I was just thinking back, like the more that I, I, it's supposed to be easier because she was helping me, but it's really harder. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because she was just yeah. running it. Yeah. So but like, it, what are we having for lunch or what are we having for dinner? I didn't really have no like steak in it. Plan. That's on me. Yeah. But you also want your significant other to, you know, saying if, if that's a problem and you're trying to get no, to it, she has to be on it. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because I remember when I, um, I was doing uh, P90X, it was like off thing of it. <clears throat> And then at the time I was married, and then um, my ex-wife was doing it with me for a little bit. And then one day I was like, oh, I'm going to do my stuff. Let's you know, let's do it. She was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem. I'm doing this, that, and the other thing. And then I just slowly fell off. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're married to somebody, especially if you're married to somebody, uh, you're, you're accountable. I don't care what nobody says. You're accountable. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be right there with me. You know, no, and, she's always super supportive. And then she'll no, be no, like, that's, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, no, 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 not, I get it. What I'm you saying. were saying, like, I can't count on her. Fuck, yeah, you can. You know, you're supposed to count on her. That's your no, life. No, no, I didn't say that. I said, I can't, I can't like be, I can't have her be the one driving the train. Not that I can't like, oh, count no, on her. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're the main person, you know, you know, like me, I was buying granola and then I was buying all the healthy food and stuff like that. I was cooking more and it's still, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, she'll do it. You. She's always done oh. it, but like, she'll be like, like, there's been a couple of times where I want some ice cream, or I'll say it, and I need you to be the, I need help being a strong person. Like, we ain't eating no fucking ice cream, you know what I'm saying? She'll be like, oh yeah, I can go for some ice cream. I'm like, all right, well, covers it yeah. is. Especially for like the first, I would say like two months or something. You know what I'm saying once, because because it's all about routine, you know. And I never gave myself enough time to get in the routine. It's just like you have done that stuff like that, and I'm, I get like. 30 days in, I'm killing it, and then I fall off. I feel like if you start getting the routine going, you got to keep that routine. You know what I'm saying? And then you can have, like, a cheat day or something like that, if you can trust yourself. If you can't trust yourself, yeah, I know. you can't do it. I mean, I've and lost I, weight, a lot of weight. We can't trust ourselves, bro. No, clearly. <laughs> clearly we can't. I can lose weight in spurts. It's like when you get to that wall, because – a lot of it's yeah, water weight. See yeah, you don't see the gains. And then it's like, what the hell am I even doing this for? And we're being super vulnerable here at, at this point. The worst thing to me is like, and I don't know if I've ever even talked to you. Like, we, I have a, I have a whole other person I had to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'd have to lose a 250 pounds to be anywhere near what the doctors say, you, you know, what you should be. And I'd still yeah. be a, a little over it. I just don't ever want to be less than that. But, like, if you don't do it gradually over years, like, you have all this excess baggage that you're carrying anyway. Now you need surgery, and that takes years, too. Like, I mean, I didn't gain the weight overnight, but there's a whole lot of other shit that comes with doing that as well. Again, all yeah. mental. It's all mental. Another thing, too, um, I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast on the way to work, and um, uh, 
Tom Segura was on there. He's lost a lot of weight and looks really good. And he was saying, he said, man, every time I hit a diet, I had like a certain weight I was trying to hit, and I would hit it, and I'd fall off. He's like, now he's like, I just keep doing what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What's going? Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Because you know, eventually you start putting on muscle mass and you know, and getting you know a little beefier and stuff. Like you shouldn't worry about an amount you want to hit unless you're like trying to get married or fit in the tux. Then that's when you make goals. But like, if you're trying to be healthy, that your goal should be to be healthy the rest of your life. I think and that's the problem, man. I'm talking about being healthy, but. <clears throat> I digress. I think that's the problem is that I don't for all other than how I look physically, I'm not unhealthy, like medically, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I don't go to the doctor. I'm not on any medic. That's what makes it more difficult. Unfortunately, I I shouldn't think that way, but that's just like, I don't have no issues. So like, I mean, that's how it was for me, man. Like, because we've always been big, whatever, but dude, I was athletic, man. Like I was on, I was on the football team. I can run full court basketball with my dude. People will be like, I come here like they're like, oh god, you know what I'm saying? Like I never had that problem. And the main thing would be for me, you know, everybody out there is women. But I've never had a problem. Same. With women. So I'm like, dude, if I'm not, what am I missing out on? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and but eating is an addiction. You know what I'm saying? I'm you know, I sometimes I can sit down and polish a whole damn bag of Cheetos or something. The you know, oh, big sure. or something you know, or not Cheetos, they're, they're little, so I mean, you know what I mean, though, you know? <clears throat> or so, I could order a pizza and smack that whole, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Where you at? So we got a lot of <laughs> stuff to talk about today. Yeah, us, guys, we're just dealing with it in our own lives. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, <laughs> you know, something that was on my mind, so it just kind of popped in. Ray wasn't yeah, expecting it either, so it's just, you know, conversation. You know? So me and Brian were uh, together the other day. Uh, he was this dope Monday. Yeah, he has this dope like swing set in his backyard, guys. He has benches and hammocks, and then like he was smart enough to build like a uh, a square spot. So you took some of his projector and the screen fits right in the middle of it. Like they watched they watched Mario, let it dip out, had a baby. You know you can't keep him anywhere mm-hmm. too long. So, but yeah, so that was good. Good to see. B. He lives an hour away, so that's why we do it like this. It's a nice, it's a nice setup out there. I was talking to my coworkers today, like, you know, when you buy something and it's not something that you needed, it's just something that you wanted. And then sometimes you buy it and you're like, man, I didn't even need this shit. And there's like some regret to it because you probably don't ever use it. Don't even do it, use it. Yeah. Or you rarely use it. Like this was something I spent a decent amount of money and time on. Shout out to my boy, Josh, who like designed it and basically did most of the work with my brother. Um, But Every time I use this thing, I'm like, this shit was worth every single dollar. <laughs> like, oh, I have never dude, regretted oh, not yeah, doing it. There's a fire pit in the middle of you know, Like, <laughs> that thing's worth every penny. You know what I'm saying? I feel that way about the Oculus, dude. If my kids didn't play it, like Jonah, my girl's son's playing it right now, dude. If they didn't, I would feel like that was a $400 paperweight. Mine's is for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so I, I understand what you're talking about there. <clears throat> so, Speak- Go ahead. Of, uh, I was trying, but it didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> so since you mentioned the fast. Oculus, um, there right. seems to be some momentum on a new Nintendo console. Oh, the guys over in Japan and uh, even in the U.S. are starting to talk about. 
getting their hands on it. What is uh what is coming? So when Nintendo starts talking about what's coming, that means we're they're about to announce something soon. I don't know. It's gonna be they're gonna announce it this year. Who knows if it comes out this year or early next year? But typically consoles come out right before the holiday season. And they've been talking. So one of the things they said briefly was you're going to be able to bring your Nintendo account from the Switch 2 to whatever the new console is. That is a new thing for Nintendo. Microsoft did this three generations ago. Sony did it two generations ago. So that's that's a good thing. It's a good thing yeah. for various reasons, right? Like you probably will be able to bring your titles that you've purchased digitally along. Back- backwards compatibility should be a thing for Nintendo at, at this point. Um, and they have a lot of cool stuff like the S- Nintendo Switch Online and all the stuff that's involved with it, like the classic games and being able to talk to people, etc. Um, but it's coming. It's yeah, I think coming. that the Wii, the Wii U would have been, I think, more popular if they had that that time. Like you could take all your stuff from the Wii move it over to the Wii U, you know what I'm saying? You had to start up, you had to have your friends over again. You had, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a stupid process. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. I mean, yes, the Nintendo's a shit, but I don't know how they get away with being <laughs> behind everybody by 20 fucking years and still sell more stuff than everybody, man. That's how, like, Nintendo is more than a company, dude. Like, it's like a lifestyle or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just embedded in people because, when you look into it, man, the graphics ain't there. The games ain't the same. You got to start over with your friends list, all your information, and they keep selling kajillions of whatever they're selling. You know what I'm saying? That's in, that, that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. The next thing that um, was actually released or spilled or leaked, however you want to call it, um, was during the Microsoft FTC case. Uh, one of the executives said he talked about the play, the Switch because, or Nintendo in general, because one of the things is Microsoft is saying they're going to bring Call of Duty to the to the Nintendo console. It's a part of why they wanted to get approved. Like we're going to move this everywhere. It's not going to be just us. Blah blah blah. Um, but in that in those comments, it seems he said I can't find it. All I don't know how. He but he was like not. the next. Nintendo is going to be as powerful as a PS4. And I think we might have brief, briefly talked about that last week. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I was looking and digging around and like what's expected, right? Like what are some people saying online? And I found this article. So we talked about DLSS at some point in the past with NVIDIA, NVIDIA, however you want to call it. Basically, it's a it's a tech for their graphics cards that make things look smoother, better. It's kind of like a boost. Or yeah, weaker cards. So this guy is saying that it should, but it's going to probably have a feature, either that one, the DLSS, or something similar to it to upscale if needed. Um, but there's a new NVIDIA chip that was spotted they a need, few months hey, ago. They need to upgrade on their damn Joy-Cons because every Joy-Con I own, and I've bought, I think, three Switches now, all of them are garbage. Every single one of them has stick drifts. And you have to send them in to get them fixed. You know what I'm saying? And they cost, what, $80? I'm pretty sure they all use the same joystick manufacturer. I can tell. 
Because Microsoft has the same shit on the Elite controller. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't get that a lot from PlayStation players. They don't talk about that a lot. So I've never think, experienced it on a PlayStation. Yeah, so I think Microsoft and Nintendo have the same damn people because those and, and Microsoft is even worse because those are two hundred dollar remotes. I, I bought three of them now, and I think on my right stick, I'm getting dripped on this new one. I'm, I was playing yesterday. I was I was tuning my guns. I was pushing up on one, and the other one just started sliding. I was like. Dude, I've had this. I just bought it. Yeah, it's awful. Microsoft it's pissed awful. me off with that, dude. Like, I know you you can't make a controller last forever because you're not gonna get no money from it. But damn it, man. Like, dude, make make the I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> or make them replaceable. Like the PlayStation Pro controller, they're replaceable. They pop out and they cost 20 bucks. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the best of both worlds, I guess. So there's a new chip out on the market, an, an NVIDIA one, um, does way more work than the current Tegra chip that's in the Switch right now. So that's a plus. But I mean, overall, rumors are DDR5 RAM, which will give it a significant boost over what it has now. I think a PS4 um, Pro had DDR5. Let's see. Hey, the PS4 Pro was a slept-on system. That thing was fine. Uh, yeah, the Pro was nice. The Pro was nice. Yeah, so I mean, they'll probably fine. have an SSD in it. You know, I don't expect it to have, like, a bunch of... It's Nintendo, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to well, put... It's also a handheld that docks. Well, is it, though? You know, you like, know. Is, is that what it's going to be, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we went... Dude, it, it, dude, if they go for a total Switch again... <laughs> Well, I mean, they're still going to sell a million of them, but... I mean, for sure. They've always done it, though. We went... They went from the Wii U, or the Wii, to the Wii U. That was a significant switch, right? Like, the oh, tablet was massive, but it was an experiment that led to the Switch, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but even the Switch is different, because the console is the handheld. It's not the box, right? Which is um, the selling point. That's right. the selling point. So... I, I mean, I would keep it the same, especially now when, when everyone's trying to make a handheld, right? Like everybody's yeah, trying that, to make that, that's it. your selling point is that your sister can do that because it sucks and you can do something really cool with it. If you just try to make a box like the Xbox and PlayStation, I know I know they sell and they do numbers. I don't think it would do the same. If they ever went away from that, I don't think it, the numbers would be the same. People would be pissed, I think, if they got yes. away from that. I think the biggest thing people even so yeah for sure but i think what they would be the most mad about is if it's not backwards compatible like there are so many games in the switch right well, now like, this Zelda. like yeah. you know people can still want to play that i mean I say it, it comes out the holidays right say it comes out in the holidays yeah you have two mario games coming out in october there's like three other switch games that are coming out october november and they are only listed for the Switch, right? Because they haven't announced a new console. So, like, yeah, you know, what if I don't see how that's a thing? Also, the guys, uh, Ubisoft made that rabid Mario game. Oh, so they were, and it was fun. The first one was so they released a second one not recently, and they had there was an interview, it didn't do as well. And the dude, the main guy, was like, We should have just waited for the next console, like. Yeah, what what were we gonna do there? Right, make it no better. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's the thing about the Switch, though. Like, if you look at the most popular games, 
they don't make sequels until the next one comes out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How is this company doing so good? <laughs> no other company in the world, I'm talking about food, electronics, store, whatever. No company is as ass backwards as Nintendo is and outselling everybody. It's it, That'll be like B buying a bunch of broken bikes and them selling as much as like a fitness. It don't make sense. It don't make no sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, you, you get a next Mario, you get a like Mario Party. Mario Party is like one every damn system, you know, but for a while with a GameCube, but wait, I don't, I forgot which one had multiples. Maybe the Wii, the Wii, because that was out for probably the longest period of time without a I mean, system. the Switch has been out for seven years now almost, I think. Well, That's a long ass yeah. time. And they've only had one Mario. They keep adding to it though. They yeah. But I digress, man. But I love I love I love Nintendo. But sometimes you I'm like, man. Except I know the Joy Cons, the little joystick sucks, but that that was very innovative that the things that slide on you can pop off and you like that's you know, that's that's what it costs eighty that's what it costs eighty dollars. Oh for sure. And you pop them off like that's and you pass one. You know, that's, and they have tracking, like they can work yeah. as like oh, yeah, jump yeah, trucks, yeah. and it's one to one. Like it's it is yeah, it is a legit control. It was very innovative, dude. They they do a lot of innovative stuff with old technology. <laughs> we were talking about that, dog. They still use cartridges, and those other games are pretty. I mean, that's they're getting the most out of that that cartridge with Zelda. Like, how do they make a game that big and beautiful and then? <laughs> And that little ass chip. That's that's crazy. So I was looking at um Nintendo wise, I saw an article about some people wanted a new F Zero. You remember the F Zero game? Oh yeah, oh for sure. When I was so, a little kid, Super Nintendo. Whew. Apparently <laughs> Nintendo super rumors, right? Because I don't know if you can confirm this, but apparently Nintendo doesn't want to make one because they like Mario Kart as their only like racer, so like they don't want to try to They're trying eat to away at their own market. Yeah, they don't want to eat I'm away saying. at their own game. That's what I'm saying. No other company would ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is Mario Kart <laughs> the jam. We don't want any other racing games that we could sell. What that you don't do? Everyone's gonna do this F Zero and this Mario Kart. Mario Kart's still gonna do numbers because everybody in the world loves Mario Kart. But there's a lot of people that love F Zero. Your numbers wouldn't get hurt at all. Like I don't know who's making their business decisions over there at Nintendo, but they're trash, <laughs> dude. Like, who says that? Hey, we, wanna, we don't want to make any extra money. <laughs> like, yeah, F Zero's not nowhere else, is it? No, I don't think That's so. What I'm saying. Dude, was, I remember it on Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, Nintendo's dude. Nintendo. It was like the best racing game besides Mario Kart. I'm a Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I, I, oh, I, yeah, I found it. Here it goes. It says there hasn't been... Where did it go? There hasn't been a new game in the series since 2004, leaving fans around the world Ooh. begging for a new one. 18 years? <laughs> it's a long, long time. Let's see. Bomberman. Bomberman. That, was, that, that Bomberman is the first introduction for me to competitive gaming on the regular Nintendo. Yeah, you would get because my friend had that hookup for old Nintendo was like this, and you could plug like multiple controllers. Oh, in yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could all battle like, and that, that got me hooked into multiplayer gaming. Like I didn't want to game alone anymore after 
I played Bomberman. That was my introduction into multiplayer gaming. <clears throat> That's Nintendo for you. Sticking to gaming. Um, Ray's been playing a lot of Warzone. Ray's one of those people. He's so funny to me. Because, like, <laughs> just, just talk shit about a game and leave it completely for months. And then I'd be like, bro, I'm playing, I'm playing this game again. <laughs> then it's Apex a couple times. He's done it to we both did it to Battlefield. We he's done it to Call of Duty. At, we played together the most. So like I love shooters the best, but like if Ray hits me up, like let's play. Like I'll just jump on whatever he's on. But it's just so funny when he's like, Oh, I'm playing Call of Duty again. <laughs> what? Hey, hey Warzone's a lot better than what it was when I when I stopped playing it. It was almost unplayable, dude. You get airs kicked up, you know what I'm saying? And hey, that new rank mode, they snap, dude. And they can thank Apex because they stole their whole the design. Yeah. But it's, it's good, man. If you guys haven't played ranked, then you know what? I get I get I get it a sweaty man, because we play with some people that play like a lot of resurgence and multiplayer. Dog, they can't hang. They cannot hang. This in, is different. In, you can't like it's just slow. I mean, unless you're really, really, really good, you can't like aggro in a rank like system you have to be yeah. like good good yeah because most people are on roofs or hiding in the building yeah. and that just don't work <laughs> rushing in there like that but yeah man words on it uh it's and i stopped playing apex because they stole my money twice they stole this man's money twice Dude, I, was still, I was still i played apex the other night with, with uh april for like you know an hour or something like that but i probably won't get on it again until like she begged me for two days sure like she did <laughs> Because they took my money, dog. And that's, 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 I can't, that's a no go for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if the game is glitchy or whatever and stuff. When you start taking my money, I can't, I can't mess with you no more. That's just crazy. $80. Now, Xbox refunded me it. So that's fine. And I'm, I'm, I was hoping, like, this time, because I haven't played it in a while. I was like, oh, maybe it was, I'll miss it. My, yeah. I might, my coins might be on there. I got on it. It's wanted to shut that shit up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, dog. Are you feeding him up? You got got enough money from me anyway. I should be a damn lifetime member. I should get free coins for how much money I spent in that game. All right. For me, one hundred fifty dollars at a shop. Every time they came out an event, I would buy the whole thing. Yeah, you should be giving me damn money, coins, whatever. I just but, wish it had cross progression and cross like buys like Fortnite. That would oh, make yeah, it way that's, that's a terrible thing about the game for sure. But back to this war zone. So they do have ranked mode now. I've I a lot of people, first off, the matchmaking takes a little bit. I don't know if there's skill-based matchmaking on the ranked side of it, but it does take some time to get into a game. Um player counts were down on this game recently, so it could be that. It could be the matchmaking does have skill based on it. But it it's cool, it's fun, it gives you something to play for. So, like, just real quick. Um, so your skill rating is going to be determined by how long you survive in the game, how many kills you get, how many assists you get. Um, so placement matters. Your kills are like five points, so they're not as important. And then you get like two points for assist or yeah. teammate kills. Um, so that's cool. Like everything kind of plays into it, which is a good thing in general, but there's different ranks. So silver, these are all one through three. So you have bronze, silver, gold platinum which raised platinum one diamond and crimson and then there's i don't know if i'm gonna say this right iridescent yep 
um, which is the highest risk or the top 250 players, um, which is crazy. Most of them are cheaters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But, dude, I ran into, like, a whole squad of iridescence dudes, and it was unbelievable. It's interesting. Maybe- so, um, just like, you know, any other ranking system in the past, like, you start – the first tier, the bronze, you don't lose any points. And then it's like you start negative 10, 14, 50, negative 100 all the way. You should be at 39. Platinum one's negative 39. Oh, okay. Then you have 39. So you start in the game negative. You got to work your way out of that. So it it makes you play slower. Like you don't want to go negative in a game. You want to get placement. So you go positive. So it's very important. My thing with Call of Duty is like, and I used to be really good at Call of Duty. Like modern, like modern warfare, like multiplayer, I was like nuts in that game. Like I used to teach people how to play it and they're like, how are you this good? But again, that was a different. I was super younger, didn't have much to do in life. So I would just play that game. So well, my problem is, and I te- I texted Ray about this the other day. Yesterday I had a decent day in rank, but for some reason, <laughs> I always stop shooting like i feel like i hit this dude 19 times there's 19 hit markers you should be dead so after i get and i don't know what the amount is but after i see like like and i'm hitting him hitting him hitting him i'm like well he's he's dead like i don't have to empty my clip yeah you know you have to empty your click apparently which is slightly annoying but yesterday like i know that's what i'm doing so yesterday i actively like Played through it. I was like, I'm just gonna empty the whole clip into the dude yeah, until he's dead. Averaging like two, three kills a game. Yeah. Which your so, rank is pretty. It's pretty good. So I mean, just shoot through. That's what I've been trying to do now. It's been fun though. I mean, I don't hate it. I've I don't know if I've ever hated Call of Duty. It just always feels so arcadey. Yeah. But this gives you something to play, like something to play towards. Yeah, yeah. It's in beta though. It's in beta. I don't know. How do you feel about the negatives being that high? Like, what were they compared to Apex? I know you played Apex pretty hard. Like, I feel like Diamond 1 and negative 58 is insane. That's a that's a big negative gap to climb out of. And that's only two-thirds of the way through the ranking system. But if you're that good, you should be able to climb out of it, I guess. You know what I mean? So I, don't see I mean, at that point, you're going to have to – you have to be good enough to hunt down kills because the placement alone is not going to do it. But the so thing like, that sucks right now is against this beta and ever like I'm platinum one. I shouldn't be going against any series players. I shouldn't be going against none of them. That's three ranks away from me, but they don't have enough people, I think, to do that. So these last couple of games and stuff, I see them in there and I'm like, I ain't winning this one. <laughs> so it does change though. So like I just I'm on um Call of Duty website here. Apparently, so just like Apex was. So the later in the game, the more points you get for for the following. So like yeah. at the beginning, if there's 50 to 21 squads, you'll get five five points for a kill and assist and then two points for a, a kill by your squad. When there's 20 to four, so if there's 20 squads all the way down to four, you'll get seven points for kills and assists and three for your kills by squad. And then if you're in the top three, you get 15 points for kills and assists. And seven points for squads. So I that's a big that. so that's a big difference. Like that's dope. Okay, okay. And then kills and assists, you also get a base lump sum SR awarded based on how well you placed in the game. 
So even if you rat it out the whole game and the squad doesn't get a single kill, you will still earn this much based on placement. So outside of all of that, outside of the kills and assists and your squad's kills, you're still going to get points. So placement you're in, Huh? Placement scheme. Yeah, just placement. So if you are in a top 40, you get 10 points. Top 30 is 20 points. Top 20 is 30 points. Top 10 is 40. Top 5 is 50. Top 3 is 60. Second place is 80. And first place is 100. See, once I, once I get... Once I get like any kind of positive, I play a little looser. Oh like, yeah, we can push these guys. You know. So it's interesting. I right, I'm enjoying it. I like I like I like it. I was definitely surprised. And I thought it was out longer. I didn't know it was only been out for two weeks. It looks like. Yeah, it hasn't been out that long. Because well they had they had they had um, the multiplayer, they had multiplayer ranks, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, so this is right. season three reloaded. It came out with season three reloaded. So the Warzone rank mode was introduced with season three reloaded that went live on May 10th. So it's been out two months almost. Oh, okay. Seven weeks. Seven I was going to say, man, like this. If it's only been out two weeks, I, dude, these guys, are, man, go touch some grass. <clears throat> so it's interesting. I don't know. We've been playing it. Ray's playing it a lot more than me, but I jump on with them sometimes. Yesterday was a good day. I'm only like a silver one. I just got the silver. Ray's a platinum one. So if that tells you anything about skill and time. (laughs) (laughs) Time. (laughs) (laughs) Sticking in the gaming world, PlayStation gamers. I, uh, I consider myself more a PlayStation gamer because I like to play the single player exclusives. Like I think Xbox typically is better in general, but the exclusives pull me to the Sony side. But bro, so there's two petitions apparently going on to (laughs) bring Starfield, which is going to probably be one of the biggest games of all time, to the PlayStation. So this is because... It was initially supposed to go to PlayStation, or at least that was the fear. So, like, they were going to put on PlayStation. Xbox said, Big Bank smashes Little Bank. I'm just going to buy them out. You ain't going to get it. Sucks to be you. But there's a petition out there, man, with almost 5,000 signatures at this point, trying to get (laughs) Starfield on the PS5. Wild. Hey, the apple go far too far from the tree. You got your company trying to stop another company from being too big or having too much stuff. And now your fans or your, you know, PlayStation gamers, whatever, are trying to stop a game from being exclusive when you've had the best exclusive for the last 20 years. I never heard one time about, man, we got 700,000 petitions to make the last of us on that. <laughs> like, shut up. Gee, dog. Dude, God of War, Uncharted, Last of Us. The list goes on. And I never heard one time about an Xbox player talking about, let's get a petition going around, man. This game could not just be on this console. That's what you guys sound, by the way. I know it for a fact. That's how you sound. (laughs) (laughs) I know it for a fact. 
waiting for your mom to make you a PB and J in your basement typing on Reddit. This is trash. <laughs> I think I mean the petition is interesting. I'm trying to find it because he lists he lists some points. Um, it's like four or five major points on why they should put it on a PlayStation. Where are you? That's just crazy to me. It's a, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's kind of nuts. That'd be like... What would be even crazier is if they actually, like... You, like no did, not that it won't, but I don't think it will, but that would be real crazy. Hey, if I, somebody I, created I, I a petition in the... PlayStation in the market, that's what they did with this one, for sure. <laughs> They're like, how much is PlayStation paying you? Quadruple it. <laughs> take it off of there. They, they're not getting their hands in that. <laughs> Xbox, hey, they, they are sick of getting their asses whooped. I say that. <laughs> and which I don't know why, though. I don't get it. Like when the PS3 was out selling Xbox One or whatever, the PS3 is a piece of shit. Like comparing wise, like I don't, I don't get off where you fan. Like that's when fandom gets too much, dude. When you're just like, oh, it's just better, but it's be better, and this is what I like because it ain't. They have group chat for ten years, like a party <laughs> chat or integrated servers or anything cool. Like that thing was the first PS3 was dope because it had uh, the scan disk drives in there, multiple USB ports and shit. Now that system was a spaceship, and it was man, you know, it's still I think maybe the best looking system ever. The original PS3, you know, what I'm saying so. I, I get that, but with all the die, check this out. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? I'm pretty sure this is the same one. <laughs> says, one of them says, secondly, Xbox and its 12 dedicated players do not deserve Starfield or any exclusivity. <laughs> not only are they arrogant and annoying, but since the showcase, they've been irritating. They keep sharing Starfield news, telling us get an Xbox like they didn't complain about Spider-Man or Ghost of Tsushima. Or any of the PS titles themselves. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not like Crazy. That. <laughs> this can't. I, I thought it was fake initially, and some of this stuff probably is when you're like looking it up, but in general. And hey, there's some guy right now writing a letter, a handwritten letter. <laughs> this game cannot be only on the PlayStation. And there's a spitting envelope. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look, that was. Right. I just read you the second one. Third, exclusivity is not good for Starfield itself. The matter is simple. If it releases on Xbox, it's a bad game. Go look at Redfall or Halo Infinite as examples. Fourth, I keep getting told they care about quality now. Phil Spencer forced them to delay it for quality. I have news for you. Phil Spencer is a uh, Phil dispense. Phil dispenser is a pushover. The guy is in charge of Xbox, but doesn't care enough to check games before they release. For all of these reasons, it is more important for Bethesda games to remain available on PlayStation. Not only that, but to ensure the high quality of the games, any and all future Bethesda titles should be only PlayStation's exclusives. We need to go out and protest at GameStops and Walmarts on Starfield's release date. We need to submit legislation to our local representatives to force Microsoft to comply. We need to go out in mass and stop people well, guess from what, buying buddy? copies at lunch. 
Even better, go online and report every video you see praising Starfield until we make it exclusive for us and only us. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, whoever wrote that, you don't got a life. You don't have a life. You're talking about going out and buying copies of another system so people can't touch it? Boy, yeah. you're a loser. I know for a fact you don't you don't touch women because that is the... That is the it single has to be a troll. It has to be. There's no way this dude is real. If so, hey, if, you, if that guy is real, <laughs> his his mind ain't. His that shit is often fly that land or something. This man said, "Let's go out and buy copies of Xbox players." <laughs> no, he, he know, said shit He I said protest it. So like, don't let don't just protest. Don't let him buy it. But I don't know. It's interesting, man. We live in a crazy world. Like. All the energy you just spent, you could have picked up a little side hustle, got four or five hundred bucks, and bought an Xbox. Well, hey, dude, all that that time that hey, all that free time that you're talking about spending makes you think you don't got a fucking job in the first. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Let's go do this, and let's do that, and let's do this." Hey, I I got tired just hearing him read. I was even reading it. I got tired of him reading it. Like that guy has too much free time on his hands. It's so funny, Let's go bro. Boycott at Walmart and GameStop. <laughs> Boy, you got I a do think so. I wonder how we will gauge the success of this game because it's gonna be on Game Pass, so the majority of people aren't gonna buy it per se, right? Like you're gonna have to gauge it on user base or players mm -hmm. actually playing the game. What's because, gonna be on like, PC too? Right. So, like, but the game pass is on PC. I mean, there's still always gonna be a group of people that are like buy it on steam or green man gaming or like not use Microsoft. But yeah, I don't think that if you're smart, right. You would get the game pass. It's way cheaper to do that. So what is the Xbox numbers at for millions? sold? I think, so this would be this, this would be the telling point for me. If Xbox sells like 50,000 systems and 3 million copies or something like that, I think it, that's a win. But I think everyone that owns Xbox is going to get that game besides me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's probably going to be one of the most anticipated games of all time. And that's on the heels of like Zelda being that and, you know, all the PlayStation exclusives that are really hyped yeah. over. But and and to add to that, like he said in the petition, all the recent Xbox exclusives have been asked. <laughs> so like. Well, There's has, the weight of the world. Halo Infinite wasn't ass. It was ass. We didn't even the play the multiplayer that long. <laughs> we literally played it well, for a minimum VR, time. I can't play no multiplayer <laughs> long. But if like for what it was, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, see, it's an exclusive. Like anytime, like the criteria or the expectation of exclusives is, is just higher. Like you have to be great when Sony's pumping out. 200 million budgeted video games that are getting like all of the fucking praise oh, yeah. and halo is xbox or yeah xbox like halo. it's their you know thing like, right that game needs to be it would best. be like if mario came out and it was awful <laughs> if a mario game came out it was just the worst game of all time but dude Mar nintendo's never had a no bad title though either yeah i don't know what they did with halo there i don't know but yeah i think I'm just, I'm just trying, trying to, to I'm trying to think like how would you gauge it because of the game pass? It's gonna be so hard. 
Like, would you gauge it? I would say I would say I'll gauge it off system so because there's people buying systems just for this game, and the market's so like PlayStation's here, people. Nintendo's like here, Xbox is here. If Xbox could get like anywhere in between those two or something like that, I think that would be a big win. And I think they will. I think they're gonna sell a ton of consoles for, just because this game. So probably, and you can also say like, well, how many new Game Pass subscribers did we gain too? Like, because now you can just have Xbox Gold to play online. You don't need to have Game Pass. So like, yeah. how many people? Will chalk up that extra six bucks a month, right? To to check it out. Well, isn't get more expensive though too? Uh, around the world, not in the U.S., but around the so world, it will thrash so much on stuff like over in Asia, whatever they, you know, it's, or Australia. I don't know. What, we, you sent me the link that one thing. They don't even have the Last of Us in a lot of countries. No. I was, dude. I would kill. I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm not gonna go that far. I'm somewhere we stopped right there, but I'd be very upset you know what i'm saying like if if i didn't get with the other you know what i'm saying whatever the other half of the world's getting like that's crazy that other people never even seen it really know about it like that's just don't make no sense to me it's, it's interesting crazy. i mean just to give you perspective i just found an article on forbes so in 12 years skyrim which is available on anything you can possibly imagine it's even on switch has sold 60 million copies Fallout 4 sold 12 million copies in 24 hours in 2015. But none of those were Game Pass games. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, it's to gauge it. It is one of the top, if not the top, pre-ordered game on Steam, which matters. But Dude, that and then, is going to be like 400 megs. It's, it's like 140, I think I said. But on top no, of that, too. Um, I think we might have talked about this is um, if you have the game pass, you can pay an upgrade fee of 30 bucks, 35 bucks to get the, the deluxe edition and play it on the first instead of having to buy the full game to play it on the first. So that's a bit that's a change. It's different. A good change. I will be doing that. I actually took the first off to check it out. But, but it's dude, like, just imagine I said my girl, she has an S. That game would only allow you to have one game on your hard drive. That's insane, dude. Like, and that's so bad on <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> You're going to pump out a game that 50% of your people are going to be pissed about because everything you're going to wipe everything. Well, I mean, you can always re download it, but like, dude, to take every game off to put one game on there, and that's, that's crazy. It's nuts. But and you would I think know. something's going to make it easier to have extra space right it's so hard so right now um with prime day around the corner this is the cheapest time you'll be able to find um because the xbox storage is proprietary so you have to get the one from xbox or seagate i think whoever yeah, the hell makes it <laughs> so it's on sale you can get it it's like on a crazy sale it's like at a hundred and something bucks instead of the two hundred dollars that it normally costs for prime day or yeah prime, i think it's prime day but I think that, you can buy it right now. That much money, like early on whatever. Like the PlayStation Fox storage, you can get any MVME drive, pop it in there and keep it running. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it doesn't well, matter. If you can compare, if you can compare these any two companies, Xbox and Apple, not, not right. number-wise, because Apple outsells everything in the phone area. But I'm saying like if you will compare the two, because like 
in general, I would take an I, I would take an Android phone, but the Apple is just so conducive and so you know like it's just easier to use, a lot smoother. You know, say so you know which, and that's what I chose Xbox, you know, because of Game Pass, but then also the UI. PlayStation's always had a trash UI, like the towel bars come out of everywhere else. <laughs> where do I get to where I won't want to go to? You know what I'm saying? Like you should never. That should be the, your main goal of your company to you not have to figure out. You know, not at least not that hard anyway. Crazy. Well, I know you guys uh, usually join for um, our uh, amazing silo reviews, and we're going to get to that, I promise. Season finale happened last week. Uh, but before we jump there, let's talk about Secret Invasion. We got two episodes since the last podcast, um, and a lot has happened in those two episodes. So I, I'll i start by saying I enjoyed episode two a lot more than I did episode one. <laughs> so, like, I thought it was wait, a better wait. episode. Then I think about it. We did talk about episode two. We did. I think, I, I'm pretty sure because I was talking trash. I can't about remember when we did it. Let me see when. Whatever, I hey, we'll, we'll, no, we'll, 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 we'll lean into it. We'll just talk about episode two real quick and then get more into episode three. Yeah, I would say. Um, when did we do? Seven days ago. When was seven days? Was seven days ago Wednesday? If it was on Wednesday, we definitely talked about it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I liked episode two better than episode one. Um, just to keep it brief. Basically, it all sums down to it's Nick Fury's fault. I'm pretty sure you're right. I think we did talk about it. He disappeared yeah. and the scrolls didn't really know what the hell was going on. And then he disappeared again. <laughs> and then they really didn't know what the hell was going on. So lots of trust issues there. And at the end of episode two, we were left with questions on is Nick Fury's wife a scroll or we knew she was a scroll, but did he know she was a scroll? And uh, that's, where episode, that's where episode three picks up. So what'd you think about episode three? Um, Episode three. Who do you trust? Episode three was super fire. I love this espionage shit, man. And it gets even worse when you, you don't even know if it's a person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People are bad enough, but now you don't even know if it's a damn person, right? <clears throat> and then, like, I, you know, I don't want to be total spoilers all the time because I want you guys watching the show. But like, there was the big thing. I do, I do. Literally, April was walking in, and that part happened. Brian, I was like, oh, oh my god, no! What? <laughs> you about what? Like, look at me, I was a loser. I'm, I'm like, oh no. No, you know what I'm saying? You took out the uh, the second most famous person on your show. Yeah. I was not expecting that to happen. Hey, and that lets you know how cutthroat that motherfucker is too, bro. Yeah, Gavix don't care, bro. He is on a mission to get well, them a new home. Like a thousand people. Two thousand. That first episode, I don't care what you guys say about it. Like, that scene was amazing for a TV show. Two thousand people. He just blew them all up, dog. You see the people like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this guy is killing people, like for real. Like, I thought they were just gonna like show some explosion or something. No, them bombs just blowing up all over regular people. I was like, yo, they're setting the bar high, man. I think I like the first episode better than the second one because of that, but the second one was good because they they led you in the super scrolls. And then episode three, they says it like, we all of us got powers, we can change your powers, we'll become super scrolls. I was like, here we go. He's gonna become a super. I think he already kind of already started getting some of it because when yeah, he, yeah, get, he when he stabs him, he healed. Yeah. 
So Dude, he probably hey, is way, hey, way to bring back the shittiest movie in your <laughs> damn lineup. Iron Man 3 was trash. And let's bring that piece of shit power of that bad guy back. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> He's a healer. Graphics is dude. I, I think I'm enjoying it because he's showing. So he's the war general, supreme general now. Like he can't be questioned, but he's also really smart. Like he knows he has a mole. He knows he needs to weed it out. And I thought like the intelligence of it, obviously, I mean, we're creating what this show is about. Uh, I don't even remember what I was saying. I'm even talking about um let me get to some of the super scrolls. Oh, yeah, I some of yeah, so I think um the way that he's showing he's super smart, he needed to realize he understands that he has the agenda, but weeding out the mole is more important. So like he sh- willingly shared the information about nuking or sending a missile towards that UN plane knowing that if she really was the mole it would bring her out and then it did so like sure it was important to destroy the plane and start a war but it's more important for a second it's more important for him to realize who he can trust or not trust I mean the dude is a he's a G for sure you see this is another thing like about Marvel though you keep back can't slap him in the Fantastic Four. This is a Fantastic Four bad guy. And we got him in Nick Fury. Hopefully he carries over, but with Marvel, that shit really don't happen. So I'm thinking he's gonna, you know, but, but maybe. We'll nah, see. I but I like him, I like him better as a Fantastic Four bad guy. I think the purpose of this entire like this show is not gonna solve anything. The purpose of the show is yeah. to lead into the new Captain America movie. So, like, we'll get through a lot of stuff. It'll probably end with them destroying something massive and the Avengers having to be called. Because, I mean, in episode one, they're like, we don't want to call the Avengers. You know, like, we can't call them, blah, blah, blah. So, like, eventually, eventually you're going to need, you know, the Avengers. Captain America will be there. Sam Wilson's cap. The new Falcon will be there. We'll see. I saw an article that said, uh, that movie's gonna have the second most characters in it since Endgame or some shit like that. So there's gonna be a lot of like superheroes in that Captain. By the America time movie. we get to the Fantastic Four movie, man, who is gonna be the bad guy? The mole man? <laughs> Fuck, bro. Kang's gonna be the bad guy. That's the point. That's hey, the hey, overarching. Man. That's the overarching bad guy. Where'd you go? My man's left. So while we get Ray back in here. I'll just kind of keep it doing that. I, I think I'll, I will spoil a little bit. So Talos has his daughter in there being his spy. And there are some severe consequences at the end of this episode. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do check it out. But um, definitely really good episode so far. Um, I can see why people don't like it. It's a little bit slower than uh, what you're used to. For a Marvel show, anyways. Um, Super Scrolls are coming, and they are going to be really interesting. I can't wait until they see the Avengers, see if they take over any of them, if Rhodey is one. 
Um, there has to be some scrolls as Avengers. There's millions of them on Earth. No reason that there isn't. Um, but it's interesting, y'all. It is very interesting. Yes. Hey, they're ugly. Speaker Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, that don't happen a lot, but my phone just like restarted out of nowhere. <laughs> well, it's a good transition because we are now going to talk about the season finale of what Man, is, is possibly the best show on television that you're likely not watching. I think I think it's a breakout show because I I had no expectations for this. Like they see the Last of Us. If you played the game, you knew this was gonna be fire. Oh, Even for though sure. the first show never made, but like this show I had no expectations, never heard anything about it, and it's amazing. And common common steals to do. Common is such a good actor. It's funny you say that. I read our I read a comment. It wasn't even an article. It was somebody commenting on somebody praising the show on Facebook. And the commenter was like, I like the show a lot, but Common is a horrible actor. He sucks at all the scenes he's in. <laughs> Race as much, bud? <laughs> I was like, like I'm thinking black to guy myself. In the show. And I was like, he's what gives it, it, he gives it that like, serious energy like that yeah. everything is at stake without common you wouldn't feel like everything is at stake <laughs> like he he's the one that gives you that feeling of like every single thing you do can cost the silo something that's interesting dude he he I, to me he puts it all out there common's been a good actor though man i like everything he's pretty much been in but i'm very surprised he, like he's carrying the show to me if he was in the show i wouldn't watch like he he's he kills his role, man. Like he was so good at his role. Like I thought he was the main villain for a while. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like sure. not villain. They're not villains. <laughs> you know? Because they're really not, once you see what outside looks like, they're not villains. Bro. This episode. First, I'm gonna take a victory lap. I told Ray I was gonna do this. I texted him after it happened. So, you know, the first two weeks when we started doing this and talking about silo. I was like, you know what? There's probably other silos. I feel like a real Hunger Games vibe going on here. Guess what? It looks like there's dozens of them. Yeah. Mark that one out for me. Which also, is crazy. That is crazy. We had we had some debates over a couple episodes around what they were actually seeing, right? Like what is it that you're seeing? Is the is the is it real? Is it not real? Is it a visor? And I was like, we went back and forth on that. And I was like, bro, I bet you that they're making the, the helmet is making them see that. And that's why they're cleaning it because it, it's that trick. Um, Again, you know, good job, self. You got some, some good predictions there that you might have missed if you haven't been listening to the podcast this entire time. But boy, this episode, dog, was. That's crazy. That's how deep it is. Like they put a <laughs> visor on to fake you out. So you wipe off the camera on the outside. That's what kind of piece of shit these people are. I mean, keeping them inside is important. <laughs> As we well, can see. See, outside looks like trash. <laughs> there was um, nothing there. It was like barren wasteland and silo holes. 
So what happened? If you haven't seen the episode, that's the end of the episode. She walks outside. She figures out the display is indeed feeding her a fake image. And as she's walking over the hill where the tree is, you see multiple dozens of probably two dozen or more silos or entrances. And then in the very distance of this wasteland, because it looks super barren, you see the remnants of some kind of city um, just in the background. Uh, but who would have thought that the fucking tape they've been talking about since episode one was going to play such a big part in the entire damn ser- like first season of this show? <laughs> tape! <laughs> tape! Craziness. Hey, that, that lady's killing that role too, man. I felt for her like when she was coming outside. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> so people that they when they send them outside, they put tape on their wrist, you know, to keep the air from coming in. But a shitty tape on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Because they want the people to die in front of everybody. You see that it's not safe outside. But this time they used a lot better tape, like the best tape you could find. And she walked right out into the sunset to other people, and everyone's in there like. Oh shit, like yo, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone is like, yeah, what's going on? Because no they've been there the whole time they've been born. They've never seen anybody get over that hill. But why did they never see him? Because Bernard or the people before him, his predecessors, had been rigging the tape. So in the first episode, I, I remember I was, was like, actually murdering people. Yeah. So we were talking about it and I was like, I bet you the suit's poisoning them. I remember we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I feel like the suit's poisoning them. Well, it turns out it wasn't the damn suit. It's the environment. But the tape the that Juliet stole off camera, because the stealing of the tape, we never even saw. This was just why he hated her from episode one <laughs> was because she stole this tape. Turns out the tape's super important. The tape that they use is not good tape. So it was seeping, it was letting the environment into the suit. So it was the suit gave you very minimal protection. So by the time you made it to the tree, the air probably killed you. Yeah. So yeah. she decides not to clean the visor, and Bernard tells Robert, she's like, Oh shit, he's not gonna do it. Cameron's character, Rob. And he was like, it won't matter. She'll be dead anyways, because he knows it's supposed to happen, right? Like the tape that they normally use yeah. lets you die. So the lady that Ray's talking about, she has, I don't know what it's called, where you can't leave your apartment. She's afraid of the world. So she's been in her apartment for like 20 years. Um, She hasn't left it ever, but because all this has happened, they caught Juliet. She's going to be take she's gonna go outside to do the cleaning she works up the courage overcomes her fears and leaves the apartment in a very important scene where she talks to the people in charge of the tape to make sure and she's like what are you talking about like she was like what if the tape's important and i'm like here we go with the damn tape again outside my wife i was like why are we still talking about tape at this point like who cares and it's because the tape mattered so like she gets the note and it's like all right they say you're good on a tape. Like, okay, whatever. And then Bernard goes on a straight-up panic when he realizes that she's not going to die going to the top of the hill. And now it's about to get real. Just such and, a good and, episode. And he finds out that her boyfriend actually did kill himself. He did kill himself, yeah. 
He did mm-hmm. kill himself. He didn't want he didn't want to live in a world like that no more. He couldn't, he couldn't take it. So he was so when he jumped, it was like he's smart, like obviously, right? He's super smart. We already talked about how he figured out how to use this stuff and he left her a video, blah, blah, blah. But he knew they were gonna take him up there, they were gonna torture him, and he was gonna have to tell them everything that he knew, who had helped them, where everything was, because they're just gonna torture it out of him. And he was smart enough to know that he probably would have told them had that happened. So instead of making the route up to judicial, they decided to just jump off the side of the silo and triggered this entire event. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What I realized, and I guess I realized it was happening fast, but like in this episode, what I felt the most was that this all happened in like a two week span. You know what I'm saying? Like episode or season one is like in 10 days. (laughs) So like a whole lot of shit happened in those two weeks. That's crazy. 10 days. That's crazy. The show's amazing. The show's amazing, guys. Hey, I think Kama's gonna turn on dude. Yeah, I, I think he was. Well, too, not now. He's, not he's now. withholding he, stuff from him. I, I would say after what was it, the eighth episode, I thought he was gonna turn, but then Bernard was like, you know what? Maybe I did make the right thing. He's probably like, all right, but he has his own plans anyway. Him and his wife and stuff. So, like, but he wants to be that guy. So they have underlining plans there themselves, you know. But obviously they're not bad people because her wife, his wife could have knocked her ass out, could have killed her, oh, whatever. Sure. I think it's interesting because this episode, what, what they did very successfully was we went from wondering, like, the mysteries within the silo. Like, sure, we've always had that overarching mystery, like, what does the outside look like? You know, like, what's out there, yada, yada. But yeah. we're more intrigued by what happened to George, what happened to the mayor. Who killed? Like, why did the other sheriff and old girl decide to go outside? Like, there was so much things happening inside the silo that that overarching question of like, what the hell is going on outside? Was like, it was there, but like, whatever. But then now we have most of the questions answered. There still are some looming, but now it's like, holy shit, dude! There's so many other silos. Where and is Julia gonna go now? And now thinking back to the first episode when that girl left. She left because what that lady said. That lady said the outside ain't so bad to her because she's seen that fucking book before. Yeah, yeah. So she going off what she's seen the book, and this <laughs> bitch runs with it and goes and kills herself. And she's, she had the drive. So, like, the sheriff's wife was able to enter the drive and decode some of the stuff before George ended up with the drive. So, like, she probably seen that video and was like, oh, they're lying to us. And all she was seeing was the video of, you know, whatever. It's just yeah. like... Why remember when the power went out and they briefly showed the video on the screen? Yeah. And I was like, Why, you know, like that was weird too. Like, why would that happen if the power went out? Like, that's clearly saved somewhere, right? That it would trigger automatically. Yeah, that too, though. I don't, yeah, well, maybe, maybe because it doesn't go to night from day outside. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's probably like always gray, gray or black. Yeah, it's always gray. I mean, it does get dark because the other dude that, like, got sent to you know, the I mean, lines. I mean, the screen gets dark and, like, oh, yeah, yeah. outside it don't. That's why they have it like that. Maybe. That's my thought. That was my thought process. It could be. I mean, he was definitely up there in the cafeteria counting stars and shit. Uh-huh. But, but I've been wrong every other time, so. <laughs> so many questions now, though. Like, so what the hell is under the water if there's even water because now we know they're manipulating images 
So what if the water isn't even there, bro? Yeah. So like, because he was like, I don't need to worry about the water. Because when he said that, I was like, oh, well, maybe it's not deep. But now because of the screen, I'm like, what if the water's not even there, dog? Like, what if you just yeah, drop like, and then he, you just go straight through it? He was like, he tried to dip his toe in. He's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I'm but so much more intrigued now. Like, I, the episode was really good. Well, you got the books. I know. But, like, I started reading back up as soon as it ended. I probably read, like, another 20 pages. But comparing it, this series, at least from what I've read so far in the books, is very faithful to the books. Like, it starts with the sheriff's wife version and then she goes out and then it, it's with the sheriff and he's like remembering things. And then he decides to go out like the series started, like the books for the most part. So that's actually pretty interesting. Well, I mean, they have, they have the, we have the wherewithal now, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we can stay tighter. People know what they're coming in for. Um, we have better technology, more time. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Before, like you would just be like, based on your story, you'd be like, Hey, that, 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 <laughs> like the book. You know what I'm saying? But they got the time for that. Now, that's why that Harry Potter show takes me fire because there was so much left out of those books. Boy, so you know much. Saying? I think it might so be a little much. darker, too. Dude, the Harry Potter show is going to be raw. Kind of dark, but it can get darker. It's going to be really good, for sure. Harry I don't know. Now, we went from <laughs> we went from, like, smaller mysteries to now, like, bro, this conspiracy Huge. is on, like, another level. Like yeah, because dude, that silo was huge, and there's dude, huge tons of them. So there's ten thousand people in their silo. Say there's twenty of them. Now that's two hundred thousand people. Like, and that's just in that area. Like, are there silos in other parts of the world? And more importantly, they are communicating because Bernard oh, had that key, and when he yeah. when he freaked out that she knew what was going on and walked over the hill. That fool ran down down to IT faster than ever, used that key to open a door, and something's behind that door, right? So, like, they must have cameras that can see beyond the slope or something where he can see what's going on. Yeah, or direct contact. Right. He can pick up a red Batman phone, but, hey, yo, uh, this bitch outside, and uh, she ain't die. What are we going to do? <laughs> so what's more intriguing is now where does she go? Because in my mind, like, she'll probably try to get into some of the other silos. They won't let her in. But regardless, if they don't shut off the cameras, all of these people are going to see her walking around outside in front of their silos and all hell's yeah. about to break loose. That, that too. I, I ain't think about that neither. Because even if so she turns around though. and goes back, like the people are going to see her in that camera and be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, because that whole time I was like, man, I was right. See, outside in. And then they're saying, I was like, oh, shit. It's, <laughs> it's terrible out there. <laughs> they are doomed to live in that silo. I was so upset, man. Like, I wanted them to win. I wanted to be like, you know, revolt, have a rebellion. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's live regular. Well, now, they're still going to have a rebellion because they're being... What? They're being manipulated, though, and now they're going to know oh, it. Yeah. So, like, once she starts walking around them silo windows and people are like, who is this chick outside? Like, yeah, there's about to be a whole lot. And what's cool about this now is the scope of the show changes. Oh, God, because, a lot bigger. 
so much bigger and you're going to get so many more characters because now we're going to meet the mayor and other silos. We're going to meet the sheriff and other silos, whoever the counterparts for Bernard and for Robert are in some of the silos. I don't expect to be inside of all of them, but whoever they're communicating the most with. And then ultimately that whatever the hell that door is in the, in the basement is going to have to lead to the other silos. Like, what are we even talking about? Yeah. This well, show I mean, I get is it, amazing. Because like, you can't have them connected. No, right. Right. You know, you had that, that one silo, you had a ration of food, the energy, make sure you have enough stuff for that one time. You know what I'm saying? You start putting too many little ants together, all the food will be gone. You know what I'm saying? Just like you can't so have the population... Like they can't have them populating, you know what I'm saying? For what you just said, like controlling and rationing the food and the yep. space. Like you can't have them. There yeah, probably can't, can't, can't be more than yep. a certain amount of people in the silo at a given time. That's why they control the birds yeah. and all of that. Dude, I'm going to read the book for sure uh, before season two comes out. What is really good, and I'm not sure if we talked about this last time. So because it's the source material is a book or a series of books, I guess we've only scratched like the beginning of book one. So like, if this keeps being successful, we can have a bunch of seasons, like multiple seasons. Um, But because the source material is there and the writers are kind of adapting the book, like they had already written season two before the writer's strike. So they are filming this already almost done filming it. So we're not going to get a delay. So in a world where in the next six to eight months, there's going to be a lot of shit that you're not going to be able to watch that you normally want to watch because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Season two of Silo is going to be right on track and we're going to get it on time. Season three will probably be more debatable, but at least we shouldn't have to wait any additional yep. time for season two. And then um, before we go, guys, speaking of writer's strikes and being on track, Ryan Reynolds is winning. Uh, the movie <laughs> is about done being wrapped up. He had to deal with no strikes because he's a writer, producer, you know, whatever. He's the man. <clears throat> Hearing Gambit's going to be in there. Um, maybe I heard about Reed Richards, maybe. Like, it's going to be dope, man. Multiple Wolverines, I think, I heard. Like, so they're saying Chad and Tatum's Gambit's going to be in Deadpool. Yes, sir. So that's going to be... That anyway. That's going to be interesting. I never want... He's too bulky, but I never wanted that anyway. But we'll see how it goes. I feel like he has. The, I feel like he has at least the facial structure, the shape in general. Like, yeah, he's, I see he's the a resemblance. Sexy man. For sure, he's a sexy man. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Listen, unfortunately, Silo has come to an end, but there are hella other shows out there to watch, and we'll find another one after Secret hey, Invasion. Well, we got a, Secret Invasion is cold, man. Oh, then we have to go to. I don't know how it's the lowest rated show. Yeah, it's super rated low. Like people Loki don't like it. Division of trash. When you stepped away, I try to talk through it a little bit, and I would say, I think it has to be because of just the slowness of it. But what they're building on there, the purpose of the show is to build the scope of Secret Invasion. Like the comic wasn't great, but a million scrolls are on Earth. Anyone could be a scroll. Some of our favorite Avengers can be scrolls. Like the scope of this storyline over this series, the Captain America movie, and probably another series between and after is going to be insane. Um, 
but we'll see how it plays out. I, I can see though why people don't like it. It's a little slower, it's more thrillery, like spyish. So some people no don't like that. They don't like like the yeah, there's no superheroes. <laughs> so and the show is good acting and good directing and good pacing. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> no one's flying around and punching people. This is trash. I mean, people tune in for that though. Like oh, no, for I sure. get it. I get it. It'll be cool. All right, y'all. Thanks for stopping by the Nerd Related Podcast. Once again. As always, weekly. Next week, I will. we will do one more, and then we're going to take a break the week after that because I will be traveling for a little bit. Um, So we won't be able to do that. But, yo, thanks for stopping by. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share with all your friends. Stay Stay nerdy.